0: folks welcome back to another episode of good the game radio tonight's episode we're going to be doing a review roundup for dr strange in the multiverse of madness which opens this friday officially Mm -hmm. uh but yesterday uh they had their world premiere out in los angeles and today tuesday they lifted the review embargo so uh as we've done in the past with a couple of different movies, what we're going to do is we're going to go to Rotten Tomatoes and we're just going to react to some of the reviews that have popped up um, and then just talk about what uh, we expect from the movie and uh, what the overall sense and feel is for the movie as uh, we go into Friday. Now there's not going to be any spoilers because we don't know anything that's going on in the movie. Again, this is just a just a reaction uh to the review and mostly the b- review blurbs that uh they're on a Rotten Tomato. So kick back, relax, and uh enjoy our conversation about Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. All right, let's get into it. Let's let's start off with uh Vance.
1: Oh no. Give, oh us a, give,
0: give us give us our first review. What, let's hear what they have to say. Ah, uh, Vance is it ready? I look y'all for behind the
1: scenes, which I don't know when I change my screen is going to change. Is going to change for y'all. So hold on, he put me on the spot. Can you do Clint, it on your phone? I'll do one while you're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. you yeah yeah yeah. I'm about it do it sec. right on the phone? Okay.
2: Yeah. All right. Actually, I'll I'll take this opportunity to tell a little story, Vance.
0: Hold the on. Last hold on, story hold on, time. Hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You <laughs>
2: hey, know this story, hey, but it's just better hey, than you thought.
1: Hey, does anybody have a funny story they want to say while we're getting ready?
2: Hey, I got you, Vance. <laughs> I got you. So we did a review roundup on Spider-Man No Way Home mm. before it came out. Did you know that's our most listened to podcast?
1: Oh, the roundup of Spider-Man? Yeah. I did not know that.
2: And did you know that there was like 60 countries around the world that people were listening I went through the list a few days ago because it'll show uh-huh. you where, where the podcast was accessed. And I went through the list of plethora of countries, man. So many of them. And like, you know, down in like Santiago, Chile, there was people, there's people there was plenty of, like in Ireland, all over Europe, right? U S Canada, South America, all these places. And you know what I remembered? That's the one where, I pulled up the review of the wrong Spider-Man movie.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I didn't even have the right movie pulled up when I was talking about that. So there are now surprised. people all over the world who have been clued Baby. in to my idiocy.
0: Well, here's another chance of your at your redemption, Clint. So before we get started, let's make sure that we're all on the same page.
2: So the page <laughs> I'm on reads uh, reviews for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay, okay. it looks that like it's right. in theaters May 6, 2022. But in my defense, this last one I'm just gonna throw this out there. Why not? I was in Ireland. And so the day that we did the review, it was already, uh, the review roundup, it was already out. I could have already watched it, if you remember.
1: Right, but you were slack. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I was. I didn't know that until, like, then. I thought about ghosting you on your podcast, the review roundup, to go watch it. Being in Ireland, knowing that was released, when I clicked on the link and I could see audience reviews, that didn't alarm me. Because I figured people had already seen it and they would have put their audience reviews up. Right. Still an idiot. That just softens the blow a little bit for me to share that with you mm, uh, uh, uh. Vance are we ready? You got one picked out your favorite yep, got yet? one
1: got one? This is from Nick Shagger, The Daily Beast, a summertime sequel that proves way too messy and geeky until it manages to double back around again into pleasurable absurdity,
2: and he rated that as a rotten
1: yeah
0: okay- oh, okay, okay. let me jump in here. From Bob Bloom, Journal and Courier. Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is not your typical cookie-cutter Marvel offering, and that is mostly because of Ramey, uh, who is not afraid to upset his audience or at least make them feel uncomfortable. It's a three-and-a-half out of four.
2: Sam Ramey. Tony, you can, you could can maybe share with us some of the films he directed.
0: The director, Sam Raimi. He directed some favorites out there, I'm sure, for a lot of people. The original Spider-Man trilogy mm. uh, that came out in 2002
2: Shout for out Spider-Man.
0: Toby. Tobey Maguire, the, the, the greatest Spider-Man. Um, he also directed the Evil Dead movies. Remember those? With Bruce Campbell?
2: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Sam Raimi's artistic peak was being a writer on Army of Darkness, also starring Bruce Campbell. And it's on HBO Max. And I'm gonna watch it tonight because it's uh, amazing.
0: We should we should like have a watch party or that. Uh, Army of Darkness is an amazing movie. And just like Evil Dead was also a yeah. uh, unique horror flick. Some other movies he that he's directed, Oz the Great and Powerful. That's a 2013. Wizard of Oz movie. Uh, I actually watched that in Disney, my seven-year-old at the time. It was actually pretty good. Uh, I actually uh, enjoyed that movie. I I can't stand any Wizard of Oz uh, movies or plays or whatever. I just don't think it's a great story. But when we went and watched it, I was actually entertained by that movie. Another one, The Quick and the Dead, 1995. Leonardo DiCaprio, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe and this movie centered around old west gunfights. Um, interesting, yeah, and it had this really quirky feel to it, too. I think all like kind of a common denominator for all of Sam Raimi's films are there is like they're a little bit campy, you know, that's real a really quirky good word for it, yeah, 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 definitely a uh, uh, unique uh, uh storyteller as far as directors go. So yeah, that's that's our director for this movie, Doctor Strange. Who's up next?
2: I'm sure I can pull one up here. (laughs) All right. Do we think this is going to be a rotten or a fresh one? Let's go with fresh. Right. Oh no, it's going to be a rotten one. Rotten. It's
0: coming from Clant. We know it's going to be rotten. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) From Robbie Collin, from the Daily Telegraph, UK. If you enjoy watching a handful of randomly selected branded characters wisecrack, squabble, and mope while pretending to fly around and shoot fireballs at the virtual scenery, here comes another two hours of that.
0: <laughs> so you say that is a, a rotten, right? Two out of five. right? Is that not most MCU mm-hmm. movies, though? Uh, you have a collection of superheroes... A lot of the times, and they're they're digging each other, kind of like our podcast episodes, right? right? Like the the dynamic is. Except you know, our
2: podcast episode is entertaining, and the MCU movies are not, for the most part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Silence in the uh, in the gallery. Like what? <laughs> <We laughs> MCU not entertaining? What? Why
2: didn't you click the applause button when I said that, Tony?
0: <laughs> uh, what am i applauding again
2: right my <laughs> bold stance your
0: boldness yeah yeah always right. on the edge that's what that's why we have clint here he's 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 willing to put it out there say that again
2: yeah mcu kind of sucks <laughs>
0: laughable laughable let's see so we
1: got Nell Minnow movie mom top critic what keeps it under the level of best of these films though is what has been an increasing issue in superhero movies the powers are not clearly defined so the stakes are not clearly defined original score B and that she gets she gets me that has been my whole argument for all these Superman movies ever Like you read the comics, like you dig deeper, you know, his abilities are. Let us have it. It's 2022. There should not be one superhero movie that is underwhelmed of power. Like the special effects are there, technology is there, make it happen. Like, we want to see our superheroes, our heroes at their best, their peak. Unless it's an origin story, I get it. Other than that, let us have it. We want the full bells and whistles. Of their powers like Moon Knight. Six episodes, you should be exploding all his power abilities.
0: Let me read this review. This is from Jermaine Lucier IO9.com. The weirdest, grossest movie in the Marvel cinematic universe to date, filled with tons of different ideas, looks, and tones. It may not be particularly even or cohesive. When it, but when it works it really works and even when it doesn't there's still some still charm i'm feeling like this is a live action what if like
2: uh, okay yeah i'm on board we're, with that we're, that makes sense
0: we're we're going to see a bunch of different versions of doctor strange a bunch of different versions of uh, wanda maximoff they will probably introduce some new characters that we haven't seen before uh, into the MCU. And then, of course, there's going to be an epic battle scene. I think we're going to get a lot of different versions of the same characters, and they're going to be in conflict with one another within the movie. So I don't necessarily think that we're progressing any type of major storyline. It's just a, a way of like getting the audience, the movie audience, used to the idea of the multiverse. So if, you know in the TV shows we've seen it multiple times, right? If you watch Loki particularly, right? We've we with the different uh, timelines and stuff. The what if if you if you watch that for the TV audience, we've been getting that whole acclimation to a multiverse. Uh and of course we got some of it in the Spider-Man movie that came out a few months ago. I just think this is this is more of that. And I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't feel like there's going to be like a major progression of any type of storyline in it. I think, and I think that's what I'm kind of getting out of a lot of these reviews. It's like, it's, it's not telling a, a a story that's like super compelling, you know, like, Oh my goodness, it's changing everything, you know, but it's just packed full of action and the introduction of ideas.
2: Here's what I've, I'm seeing, Tony, because I've read through quite a few of these reviews at this point. It seems as though even people that are reviewing it as fresh have issues with it. When's the last time we saw that? We saw that in one of these movies recently that was hot, hot, hot garbage, didn't we? Where it was. What, what, do you know what it was, Vance? I can't remember.
1: No, I was going to say uh, Morbius, but I don't think we did a review of Morbius. We new. didn't,
2: but that yeah, it was. Uh, I can't remember. But either way, I'm curious why, like, maybe they're just, some of these, uh, reviewers are uh, real picky, you know? No, I think
0: it was the, uh, the DC movie.
2: Suicide
1: Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad, okay.
2: Did we do one on that? No. Yeah. Either way, I I have a review here that I'd like to unpack with you gentlemen. This one is from Johnny, uh, from Little, uh, Little mom and pop shop called the New York Post. He says, The Marvel Cinematic Universe has officially jumped the shark. Vance, as a fellow young man, are you familiar with that term, jumped the shark? Never. There was a TV show what, in the 60s, was Happy Days in the 60s? And it had in there, uh, you've heard of Fonzie, right? the with the thumbs and the leather jacket and the back hair fonzie there was an episode of happy days where fonzie literally jumps over a shark he's skiing he gets pulled on a ramp and he jumps over a shark and that they're saying was like they literally couldn't find anything at all to do so they had him do something absolutely ridiculous which is kind of like that is now a, a phrase that's used somewhat commonly uh they they jumped the shark so this New York Times, or New York Post, excuse me, reviewer says that this movie is Marvel jumping the shark. What does that mean? They they just, the, there's no substance to it? That's kind of what it seems like to me. It's just, they did it just to have it there?
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's just like, just the sake of uh, far-fetched events.
2: Yeah. So I don't know, like, when I looked at this earlier today on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it was sitting at eighty-six percent. The total review when we when we pulled this up, I don't know when we pulled it up forty-five minutes ago before we started recording. Uh, can you see what it's at now? It's not refreshing for me. It was at seventy-eight percent then, so it's dropping. Like as the reviews are coming in, it seems like we're getting more and more bad reviews that could make sense like if you were going to review a movie and you love it you might want to get that review up right away right and if you go and review a turd maybe uh, i'll get around to it everyone else is going to already be talking about how bad it is i don't know i I don't think i liked the first doctor strange movie i don't remember that being like like what was the ending of that like dude just like hopping back in time and like oh i control this this is going to be us forever and like he just beats the boss by telling him that like it just seemed really underwhelming so this is one i have not been excited about and looking at these reviews it makes me think that i mean at at best we're gonna have your run-of-the-mill mcu movie and i think the -the run-of-the-mill mcu movie is not good it's the 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 exceptions you know there there are some exceptional ones and i think those are Infinity War and Endgame, for the most part, those seem to be the the two best in my book. I so, don't know. I'm curious. I think
0: like I like Doctor Strange, but I really like the Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff. I like her too, uh, and I've and I, I've seen a, a bunch of social media posts talking about what a great performance she has in this movie. I, I even keep, I mean, it's probably hyperbole, you know, Oscar talk and stuff. I'm like in the superhero movie that would be very interesting uh that would be a one heck of a performance so i'm very interested in to see that i know in the trailers you know we we see a lot of her i, I would expect like you're going to see a, like if if you'd watched the tv show what if things had gone a different way or something like that like maybe play out in this in this in the movie yeah i'm i'm excited to see her I, because uh there were some scenes in the trailers that it made it, made her look very uh, evil, we'll just say. There's a lot of interesting scenes in the trailers. I mean, like zombie looking creatures and stuff like that.
2: So I never watched the trailers because I think they ruin the movie. If I'm in the theater, I'm not closing my eyes and humming or anything, but like I don't go out of my way to watch them. So I haven't seen that. That's all news to me. I will say that we did talk about that at the end of WandaVision, her being like an anti hero. And it's, you know, she's reading through that book. You know, astro project, astro projecting herself and reading in that book, potentially try to bring her children back or whatever was the thought process, right? But she was not your she was not your Superman character, wholesome, you know, or even what we normally have had as Batman is wholesome, you know, to a degree with his rules at least. And she seems to be much more at odds with a lot of the other MCU. So that that could be interesting.
1: Yeah, because I think she's against mutants.
2: Interesting.
0: Have we been introduced? I mean, I know the superheroes are, like, you know, inherently mutant. But, like... Alien. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, X-Men crossover mutants. And do you think we're going to see anything like that?
2: X-Men is DC, right? No. Is it Marvel? Yeah. Why haven't they done that then? Are they just trying to milk this cow for all it's worth before they jump the shark in their minds and pull over X-Men?
1: That would be smart business. move. You know, like, why you know do something so awesome when this is making me money and then when this starts to slow down then i can pull out some more awesomeness keep you coming back
2: dude that's the thing like every year new new iphones from apple was all the rage five ten years ago whatever it was and every year we'd see all these things that they could have given it to us they could have given us this feature they could have given us this or that but they didn't because they wanted us to have a reason to buy the next one right a common business practice keep us wanting more
1: but to the business side of things i mean like that's i mean i get it because you don't want to be too far behind the times either you know it's like you you figure once you are introducing new technology and different things like that you know you have to try it out so you know it's like you want to you know do that behind closed doors before you give (laughs) before you give us a cyberpunk you know what i'm saying you don't want to do that you don't want to give it you know give the people a cyberpunk you know
2: i have a random review and guess what it's not negative It's from Matt Singer from Screen Crush. He rates it positively, a 7 out of 10. He says, a Sam Raimi movie through and through. I don't particularly like Sam Raimi movies. (laughs) But you like Army of Darkness? He wrote it. He didn't direct it. But this this guy is really telling a very big story with his very short review here. In that if you are a fan of Sam Raimi movies, you should also be a fan of this. Take that for what you will. I mean, I think that is one of the more telling reviews that that I've read through yet.
0: I will read a negative one. This is from Dominic Griffin, The Armchair Artur. The blockbuster movie equivalent to reading a trade paperback collection of single-issue comics where a beloved superstar artist is repeatedly replaced by a lackluster fill-in dragging the rest of the work down. Frustratingly inconsistent.
2: Wow. Okay, can we do a pause? Because I have a question for you, gentlemen. Before we started this uh, review roundup, what would you say, out of uh, between a 1 to 10, what was your excitement level to see this movie? And after having entered into this review roundup, what is your current excitement level?
1: My excitement level was like a 2. Trailer didn't move me. Um, after this roundup, and just you know speaking to people, trying to get a little deeper, trying to find something to grab me, probably like a 4. Like, I'm not really excited to
0: see this at all. <laughs> so before, I'd say at least an 8, uh, my exi- excitement level, I don't think uh, it's moved at all. I think it's still an 8 because I think it's going to deliver the what I actually want in, in this movie. Lots of action. The Scarlet Witch, you know, doing her thing and move the story forward a little bit. But as long as it's done in style and there's at least a moment, which I believe there will be a moment, with some sort of a Wanda confrontation with some, either herself or Doctor Strange, going down, I'll, I'll be satisfied.
1: Clint, mark my words. When we come back, his review of the movie, no higher than a seven.
2: Oh, yeah. 100, yeah, for sure. For hey. sure. Psst. I'll, I'll throw in my own uh answer to, to to that question which is i would say before this i would expect i was maybe like a three maybe a four on an excitement level to see this i, I don't care about this stuff I, I think i do think we and we've mentioned it the majority of the MC, mcu movies are i would say not my type of movie you know I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna watch me a shawshank redemption or something you know like i want to watch some knives out i want to watch something that like they really crafted a story to tell us. Vance, I chose those specifically.
0: <laughs>
1: Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> Lord.
2: <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, last I checked, and I have checked it many times over the years, was the number one rated movie on, what was it like AMC or something's top 100 movies of all time?
1: AMC. Easily. AMC. easily. AMC. We're not talking about the theaters. We're talking about AMC, the channel, people the network. Yeah.
2: yeah. Shawshank the Redemption
0: ones... is one of the greatest movies ever made.
2: It's so phenomenal.
0: It's rare it's that so I agree phenomenal. with Clint, but I will have to agree with all. him on this one. Yeah. It was a
1: move. It was a move.
2: But I uh, you know, I I want to see something like that. Like I'm rewatching Breaking Bad right now because that hit hard, you know? That's what I want. I want to be emotionally invested. I want to be like moved and I want it to be believable. And I think a lot of the MCU it's strong fireball throwing and explosions that they have. Not so much strong acting in general. I would say after getting into some of these reviews that we've looked at, my excitement went from about a three to a one. I'm still going to watch this movie. If you guys want us to talk about it, I'm still going to go right, and do it.
1: Look here, look I'll here. spend gonna, my
2: $13 or whatever, you know,
1: and we're going to, we're going to put the pause on this review for one second here. Let me, let me sit up one second. So in game Clint, you talk about you mostly attached, when when Captain America is giving it his all, yes, they know, saving the world, putting his life on a line, a broken shield, mass cricket. He picks up a piece of a shield, straps it on like, I'm going to give him my all. And you here on your left, Cap. you told totally me mostly charged. Like, look, man. Man,
2: that's a horrible look, example because no, 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 I mentioned no, listen, that listen, 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 the end game and this if is it are the it's, two it's, that I like from the MCU. Man, <laughs> this is why a great, a great,
1: a great <laughs> example. The reason why that holds that hole is close to me, I've been in fights. We lived a couple of houses down. I was in a fight. It wasn't like I was getting beaten up or nothing like that. You know, the fight was just unfair. You know, one against two. T- all I hear is the fence moving. I look over. Here's my brother, running down the backyard, jumping fences. He coming to save his little brother. We going to work. So when he said, on, "Cap on your left," I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. You know what I'm saying? It's like
2: I didn't. People too, man. who just that was play games. Line.
1: Like, like Warzone, when you go down and you see your teammate named Bard come laying down the enemy while you over here bleeding out and he coming, picking you up on Cap
2: on your left. Like, oh, my
1: God. Talk about fireballs.
2: (laughs) Infinity War and Endgame are strongly better than the others. Those are the culmination of a bunch of half measures to invest the audience through their other movies. So I am on board. Infinity War and Endgame. I just rewatched them like two weeks ago. Yeah. They're well, good movies. But don't forget movies.
1: that line comes from another movie. Captain
2: America back, yeah, back when, yeah, I'm there. Hey, it's, it's, I, I appreciate the line more having seen it. You know you gotta, that, you know, you that did not make Captain things. America a good movie. That they that the that the, the good movie a few years later threw back to that movie with a good line makes the current movie Endgame better because of it. Go ahead, Tony. Right. Like, what were we saying? Some words? <laughs> I don't think this is going to be a good movie. That's where I'm at with it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to find the exact moment that I think they jumped the shark, like Mr. Johnny Oleksinski from the New York Post says.
0: But they all can't just be excited. epic movies, right?
2: Uh, like, they can. True. A hundred is percent it, they is, can. all? the Matrix is
0: smart? Is it smart? To make them all, try to, I mean, try to make them all epic? No, it's not smart.
2: So your question is, this is like that that uh, that movie, that show, whatever, uh, or the aristocrats, that we could make more money with a bad movie than a good one. I think it was a bad production of a play or something. That's the thing they did, because they would just spend no money at all on production and making a good film. But because they would attach the appro- appropriate names to it, people were going to go see it. That was the entire basis of aristocrats is they're basically duping people and they're seeing their movies. In my, in my opinion, here's the thing for me, a person who is not a Michael Bay fan, right? Like uh, we talk about that Vance, like you're all into Michael Bay, the explosions, that's what gets you going, right? For me, cool. I'm immediately going to be taken out of it when they deliver this line that they're about to say horribly, right? I don't believe what's happening. So to me, I'm, I'm just watching an explosion go off and the, all the context that surrounds it is just, is, is non-existent. So with this movie, I think they're saying that uh, Elizabeth, Ol- Elizabeth Olsen does a really good job. I'm a fan of her. I really enjoyed WandaVision. I thought it was great. I did not like the first Doctor Strange movie. This uh, benchmark Cumberbatch, whatever, guy is Been not particularly good. <laughs> that one. Not particularly good, in my opinion. I think he's...
0: One of the okay. better actors working out there. Just saying.
2: Uh, uh, listen, if that may be <laughs> the case. He is not good in the MCU.
1: So, do you agree with Clint that that the MCU is just fireballs and and Iron Man flying through the air with his hands lit up?
0: No, but I'm not. I'm and I'm not a big MCU guy. Like I like I like some of the movies. There's a lot of movies I don't particularly care for, but like. The, the, the whole of them all together built up to in game in infinity war, right? Like yeah. the pieces of them. You talk about on your left cap, what what else was there? Remember in Age of Ultron when they were having the party at the at, at the Stark Tower and they were all sitting around trying to pick up uh uh Thor's hammer?
2: Yeah, and right? the mm-hmm. vision picks it up. Is that when the vision does it?
0: I don't remember vision picking it up, but the point was only those that the hammer thought uh, th- was it conveyed as pure Wordy. or whatever honorable could right. pick Wordy. it up. Right? right. And, and it showed the look on Thor's face when cap, he didn't pick it up, but it moved like it moved like a half a millimeter. Right. It in in game, who picks it up?
2: Cat, Captain.
0: Right. How how long a setup was that? How many movies?
2: But but here's the thing, Tony. They could have made the movies good along the way. <laughs>
0: like, but you can't you
2: make it. done it. But if you shoot, I mean, I,
0: yeah, they I'm can be you, good. They can be good. But you can't make all the movies But if good, you expect every single time you go <laughs> to an MCU movie that it's going to be a ten. By the time you get no, to the end, you're going to be six. like, I'm, I'm sick of going because they're all disappointing me.
2: They are pretty much all disappointing me. Infinity War and Endgame being being the outliers of this. I, I think generally the MCU puts out mediocre films and I would say if you took them all together and averaged them, you have a mediocre film.
1: Right, but but you got to figure that is almost like the key to life. If you look at Cooking shows, right? When they have the stages, they compare it to if this was your meal. If you had your your brunch, your dinner, and your dessert, they group it all together because because each one is like you may have a shirt on right now, and be like yo, that's an ugly shirt. But then when you put it with your it's pants, you nice, accessorize it with your belt, nice shirt, you sorry. put your you know you know your shoes on, this shirt's terrible. You know, so you put your shoes on, your watch, your glass. You like man, that's a decent shirt now. So. That's what it is with the puzzle. But it's it's all these like Tony said, like they can't all be great pieces by themselves because then it's gonna be like, ugh, you know, they're not gonna fit. Like somebody has to be be the be the the spark, you know. Somebody just has to, you know, just just sit there, you know. But when we bring you back, it's gonna be glorious. You know what I'm saying?
2: But I disagree, man. These movies could have been good. There's literally nothing stopping them from being good, other than the fact that people were gonna watch them whether they were good or not. That's all it was. So when I'm looking at this, does Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness have to be good? No, because people are going to go watch it. How long has it been since we've had a Marvel movie? When was the last one? Black Widow or Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man was great, right? We can all agree. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Awesome movie. So this one's obviously going to be trash because they're yeah, not going to do two good ones but, in a row, as but, you guys are saying. They can't. They can't gotta, all be good, apparently. But, but, <laughs> but spider mean, was a combination
0: wait. of the the little mini Spider-Man series between I never so a single other Spider-Man together, <laughs> I you know I'm saying that one. Well, you know, you're a Spider-Man hater.
2: <laughs> I'm right. a Toby Maguire. Which, which,
0: Puts Hater, you in such a minority stands, of people, Clint. I just want Sam, you to know that. Like literally 99.9% of the universe loves Spider-Man. And here I you I are.
2: I, I like Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which was uh, directed the greatest by of all Sam, time. Sam Raimi, was horrendously bad. And it turned me off from watching a single other Spider-Man movie for 20 years until No Way Home came out, right?
1: but you got to but you got to remember too the the biggest difference between Spider-Man and Doctor Strange to me I don't know a lot about Doctor Strange I mean but Spider-Man is like a built-alone character like he's he has enough content where he can literally do his own thing like you know Absolutely. him just coming coming over here you know when with the other characters it's just like you know, icing on the cake, you know, just like a scoop on a hot pie. You know what I'm saying? It's just that nice. But Spider-Man is a really good character stand alone. Like he has his own, his own follow, you know, Dr. Strange, on the other hand, I mean, outside of these movies, I really don't hear people talking about Dr. Strange, but Spider-Man is everywhere. Lunch boxes. Like
0: I'm pretty sure people have, I've, look, I've, talk, I've, to, him, talk I've, to him. I feel like Dr. Strange is like this, you know, ultimate support character like he fills in all the exposition and the background info like oh he's going to tell us everything we need to know about the multiverse maybe he was there to what in the Infinity War to talk about how many different iterations has (laughs) to happen you know for them to win against Thanos right yeah he's there he's the numbers guy literally
2: but he's dropping the numbers let me go back to what you're just saying Vance because you're making an excellent point Spider-Man has his own following. Spider-Man has been successful on his own apart from all the other MCU stuff, right? They gave us No Way Home, which was amazing, right? Great numbers. It made a lot of money. That is the one, the one that everyone already loves and adores. That's the one that should have been the bad movie. This Doctor Strange movie, this is a character that needs development. It needs buy-in from the audience. And it's going to be a bad movie. Like, why would they do that? Like they, they, they needed to, of course it's good. Spider-Man made a lot of money, but if you're looking at averaging these across, Spider-Man was already going to make a bunch of money, no matter who directed it, what you did, what kind of story it was. And now here's Dr. Strange that they need to develop these characters. Dr. Strange, Wanda Maximoff, WandaVision, phenomenal, right? Great series. It, it, it makes me excited to go see what she's going to do, but looking at these scores, these critic scores and what I've expected from the other MC MCU movies. I don't think this is going to bring it. I think they made the wrong call,
0: but is the scores a hey, grit? What's the score? 79? 79. That's eight out of 10 people like the movie, right? We're acting like it's a, a failure based on the scores. Eight out mm, of 10 people that's good like numbers. the good movie, numbers, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: So if you if you look at the actual ratings that people are giving it, because I have a five out of five that I can share with you guys that I, I think is, if this is what it is, it makes me excited. I'll go ahead and share it and then I'll, I'll continue on. So this five out of five is from Charlotte O'Sullivan from London Evening Standard. And she says, sophisticated, beautifully acted, emotional, and very funny. Five out of five. If that's what this movie is, outstanding. And I am excited to see it. When I look at these other ones, the top critic, the very first critic that said it's not the multiverse of madness, it's the multiverse of mundanity, right? It's mundane. It's boring. Gave it a two and a half out of five, which rated it as fresh. Didn't like the movie, did not praise the movie, said the movie was bad. It's still showing as a fresh rating. You can't just take the overall number when it comes to the critics. I think with the audience score, audience score tells a lot truer story than the critic score in that regard
0: right and i think yeah the the audience score i mean the critics uh they're so artsy right like you know if it doesn't if it doesn't make you have a tear and 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 question who you are as individual in the in the in in relationship to the universe then the movie sucks right uh, so
2: That's, uh, that sounds good to me, you know, like <laughs> a reasonable statement. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, we're we're being hard on the movie, or the critics are being hard on the movie. If we're reading between the lines on in, in how they're saying it, she said it's boring,
2: right? It was Katie Walsh from the right. Tribune News Services.
0: All right, is it boring because she's become uh, what do you call it, numb? To a Marvel movie that is a bunch of explosions and 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 uh, like unbelievable stuff happening on the screen like if this movie came out and there was no other Marvel movie to look back on and compare it to would she say this movie is boring
1: good question I'm gonna say yes because I'm all about the explosion I'm all about the the hero like if you if you want to say, hey, you're in imminent danger and I want to save you, then it better be things happen around. I want to see cars flying. I want to see buildings crumbling. Like, you're a hero. Like
0: Yeah, but a lot of the, a lot of the reviewers are saying that, that. That's mainly what the movie is. Explosions and crazy stuff going on. And then you have her saying that it's boring. So, what, we don't even know. What, what does she consider exciting then? Well, we're going to watch it. We're going to figure <laughs> out. But But that whole trailer piece where
1: like his face looked like it went through like a freaking cheese grater, you be like, what? Hey, What is going on here? Like, that's a different type of explosion. Like, you know, you falling through twenty doors and like, what? Like, weird. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I seen one. Uh, one person said this is like the weirdest Marvel movie ever. Like, yeah, I'm like, look, man, I just want the old fashioned pow, bang. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) You know, Gosh. with the thing, I want. I want to know what's going on. If we on, start you know? seeing quotes, pow, bang, in the movie, I'm, I'm walking out. I don't need uh, to see that.
2: <laughs> I'm upping my nah, score to a ten. Eight. <laughs> I'm upping my score to a ten if I see pow or thwack right. in a, in a <laughs> no. colorful box on the screen. For sure.
0: That's that's a that's uh into the Spider Verse. That's where that belongs.
1: Yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, I think somebody said there are going to be a couple of new characters that are introduced. Um, I do know there are at least two because some country pulled it.
0: Oh, really?
2: Oh, you, is there gay characters? Is that what you're insinuating?
1: I think that's what they're insinuating. I think they pulled, uh, who was it? I think it was somewhere. might have been. Um, I know I read the article, but yeah one of the characters would like that, but I don't know. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, especially I can't say no country names because I don't know outside of the media what the real economic numbers are, but if this can help your movie theaters, look, if you want to go see it, go see it. If you don't want to go see it, don't go see it, but we need that money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll see. I-, I hope like that this MCU movie makes a better connection to the audience. Because that is the difference for me when I look at the MCU movies is I feel like I'm disconnected from the characters in a lot of ways. They have a lot of the makings of an entertaining, entertaining movie. They've got the explosions, they've got the action, they've got all that and I'm on board for that. But if it's happening to people I don't care about, then then it doesn't matter to me. It's just watching Breaking Bad, man. When I'm thinking about this, I talked to you about this the other day like it's just all this action at the start loads it up front and then it's like a bunch of drama stuff with the family. And what it turns, what I what I realize is, okay, well now they've made me care about this family so I care what happens. So this is equally as entertaining as the drug busts and the stuff like that that goes on. Having a movie that has all the action, beautiful CGI, all that stuff is awesome. If they don't, if the characters don't grip me, that's where the disconnect happens and that's where I, I say, I don't think this is a very good movie and that has been the case for several of the marvel movies at this point.
1: All right, so I got a I got a question. We're going to start with Tony first. Do you do you think with all the let's say us podcasters uh trailers, um word of mouth, social media, do you think it's really pressure on studios to really make a good movie if you already got, you know, the ones behind you because it's like who's going to see this movie? You got real fans of Doctor Strange, real fans of Marvel, and then you have people that probably just don't want to be left out at the water cooler come Friday and Saturday. So, do y'all really think it's it's, it's real pressure to really make a dynamic movie?
0: Yes, there is pressure. I, I guarantee you that they have a target number that if it doesn't hit in the first weekend, then somebody's going to be invited to never direct another Marvel movie, right? Yeah, there's pressure. Go ahead, Clint.
2: I agree. I think if I'm looking at this from a capitalist perspective, this needs to be a good movie. Spider Man No Way Home didn't need to be a good movie because it already had the following. It was a phenomenal movie. Uh, yeah, I think it needs to be good. I don't think that's going to affect whatsoever whether or not it is good, but I think it does need to be good.
1: Yeah, I think certain movies, you know, do. Marvel is one of those, I think, uh, strong, strong. Uh, Marketing plays a part, and I mean, cause especially though know, we've seen that with the uh, Scarlett Johansson movie. What was that? Um,
2: Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow.
1: You know, like I
2: still have not watched that, and it's right there on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, check it out. Check it out. just cause check it out. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think that if uh, yeah, if that went to theater, definitely probably would have <laughs> did better. But I mean,
0: I an know. example of what you're talking about with this question. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Eight seasons. I know you haven't watched the advance. For seven seasons, it was the best television there was. Huge fan base. pulling How's the
1: start, by the incredible way?
0: Incredible uh. numbers every week. You know, I mean, it was just making money hand over fist for HBO. We're talking spinoffs. We're talking, you know, career jumpstart for every one of these actors. Every actor in Hollywood, across the pond, they all wanted to be a part of Game of Thrones. That's how big this show was.
2: Ed Sheeran was on Game of Thrones.
0: And all he was was like a foot soldier, right?
2: He was a foot soldier who was singing (laughs) when they they went to the camp. Ed Sheeran was singing. No business being on the show, but he needed to be because it was freaking Game of Thrones.
0: You talk about setting it up. There's no way you could mess this up. And what did they do?
2: Mess messed it up. it
0: up. Now nobody talks about it hardly at all anymore. It like the the show went from being on the lips of every individual all the time to they made them so mad that people literally have erased that show from their mind.
2: Full-on pop culture icon. The show in its entirety and then dropped out of the minds of the collective world <laughs> within a month of it being off air cuz we, yeah, right. we had we like, had air our grievances for Dr Dr Strange right.
0: is out there he cast a spell to make us all forget about Game of Thrones
2: Yeah yeah exactly
1: <laughs> right. right i think that even even uh one time i seen on a little twitter thing whatever i think wolves even was trending up because of a Game of Thrones. You're like, oh, oh freaking what's yeah, a dire the Dire Yeah, the Dire Wolves.
2: Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Dire Wolves.
1: Everybody was searching Dire Wolves. Like, yo, oh. I couldn't even up my phone out. Yo, look how big this wolf is. Yeah. <laughs> so is there
0: is there pressure? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even something as big as the MCU, if you if you mess it up bad enough, like on a, on Game of Thrones scale, screw up. I mean, you're killing a billion, billion, billion dollar franchise if you screw it up.
2: I can't believe they let Sam Raimi have this. I think that's more of what what limits my excitement for this is that Sam Raimi directs it, and I'm not a fan of his.
1: What do you think somebody was like, give him this one, and they set him up for failure?
2: Very possibly, right? Because that that's unfortunately how the world works in a lot of ways, but why? Sam Raimi, in my opinion, has made bad movies for decades, still getting work. How would giving him this and having them bomb this be any different. That's just what people expect, right? Right. But it could be an aristocrat situation where they're trying to make a bad movie because they can make more money off a bad movie than a good movie, right?
1: Well, I mean, but that's to Tony's point. Is like, Doctor Strange is like, the character in the movie is like, you know, some people are having high expectations, but, you know, just like I said, like, you know, 79 might look bad from perspective, but if I'm doing 70, 79% of anything, that's good. Like... Like I said, 8 out of 10, that's great. Like field goals, shots, whatever. 8 out of 10, that's great.
2: (laughs) Right. Is it great, though?
0: It's great. (laughs) The true evaluation is going to come this weekend when the audience scores come in.
1: What do you all think the audience score is going to be come Saturday
0: Will there be a prize for the person that gets closest?
1: There will be a prize for the person that gets closest. Email it, drop it in, donate a coffee, anything. (laughs) Drop it, drop it in there. No cheating, Clint. So, yeah, Clint, you got to go see it.
2: Oh, I'm going to see it.
1: Yeah. Dr. Strange is going to be better than I expect. Right now, the trailer is doing nothing for me. And I mean, like, nothing. And it's like, I didn't even start reading critical reviews until we start started doing on the podcast because, you know, just like, you know, Tony and I talked like way back, it's like, what might not be for you, maybe for me, what maybe for me, might not be for you. So I'm going here and I'm expect to be blown away though. It better not be no uh Batman wasn't bad, but yeah, I would've like a little more explosion. You know what I'm saying?
2: With me, it's like if we weren't gonna talk about it, I I just wouldn't go see it. That's just cause it's not I'm not as interested in it. But I hope it's amazing. I hope I go in there and I'm blown away and I come, I come back on this podcast and talk about how wrong I was. I would be so happy to do that because that meant that I saw something amazing.
0: (laughs) I hope that it's amazing. I'm going to mail you,
1: I'm going to mail you a dead crow so you can eat crow. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I'm going to mail you a crow down there.
0: All right. Thanks again for joining us here on Good to Game Radio as we conclude our episode, our uh, movie review roundup episode for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Again, if you have a uh, a guesstimate of what you think the audience score is going to be by the end of Sunday, uh, send it to us. I don't know. Do we have a contact? Can they message us on Twitch? This is all new to me. Uh
1: yes, and they I also put uh, yeah they but can Tony whisper it, and I put all the links to our um, social medias and emails up there at the top so and yeah, they can reach they, out.
2: I hope they know that uh, you know we use prices right rules on this channel, so it's the closest without going over. So right
0: because we're going by Rotten Tomatoes score. score one yeah, is probably tomato. the
2: best best you know guess out there. Not because I think it's going to be a one, but because that is the best answer.
0: Yeah, if you go over, yeah, no, got to be under. (laughs) Closest, you know, actually, maybe do like
2: an audience score of like twenty-seven or something, because it might be bad, but it's not going to be that bad, right? So that's as safe as a one,
1: right?
0: (laughs) Again, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you guys later. Later. Later.